Hello, happies. How are you doing? Happy, happy, happy. Happy Halloween almost. It's almost time for Halloween. And, you know, I just would not have felt right letting Halloween go by without giving you at least one Singularity podcast. You know, addressing something, you know, scary or supernatural. I just wouldn't be able to live with myself. So, we're going to talk about some pretty interesting things today, like ghosts and electronic voice phenomena and near-death experiences and just things like that, you know? Why? Because it's fun to think about this stuff and because, like I said, Halloween is coming up, so consider this my gift to you for Halloween. But I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention, you know, how happy I am right now because the Boston Red Sox are in the World Series and the New England Patriots are once again set to dominate. At least it seems that way right now. Let's see, the date is October 24th, 2018. And uh, as of right now, Things are looking pretty good sports-wise in New England. And while that may not mean much to you, it means a lot to me because I was born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, as you already know. And uh, it wasn't like that when I was growing up, you know? It was baseball was bad and football was bad and you know, just didn't have anything going on championship-wise. But uh, I moved to New England it's my new adopted home, I guess. And uh, what can I say? When it comes to sports, you just can't get any better. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about ghosts today. That's something that I think about a lot. And it's something that um, I don't have a whole lot of experience with or anything like that. But uh, I do think about it a lot. And I think about it in many different ways, of course, being the weirdo that I am. Um, but I just find that kind of stuff fascinating, you know? And I suppose, like, uh, you know, we could talk about it like uh, ghosts' experiences and those kinds of things, you know? Have I ever seen a ghost or something like that? But we'll get to that in a minute. What I really want to talk about is uh, this idea that of like, what is a ghost? When we see a ghost or once a person has a, a, an experience with a spirit, a ghost, what are they actually seeing? Like, what is happening there? And uh, I suppose if you're one of those people who doesn't believe in ghosts, uh, I will afford you the opportunity to tune out right now because I believe they exist. I've never personally really seen one, okay? Uh, not like Ghostbusters or something, you know? I don't think it's like that, you know? <laughs> Where, you, you know... I never, I never had an experience like that that I can remember. 
and I think I would remember. But I have a couple theories about what I think ghosts might be. And of course, we're talking about spirits, so there's going to be, at least from my perspective, a spiritual explanation or possibility, because nobody knows for sure, okay? But I have this thought, I guess, like when, when I think about ghosts and what they are, they seem to be obviously in human form most of the time, not all the time at least from the reports and the stories and, you know, all the eyewitness accounts and paranormal research that I've checked into and kind of observed over the years, you know, um, they always appear in human form. And, and it makes me kind of wonder if maybe something like this happens when people die. You know, I believe in final judgment you know i believe that there is uh, when our soul and our spirit depart from our flesh that we do enter into judgment and there is a god and it's just like we've all been taught okay um as hard as that is to believe okay because it's hard to believe but for a lot of people anyway for me it's never been hard to believe but um so I have this theory, I'm still working it out, but maybe it's like this. Once the spirit leaves the body, uh, you're given an option because our lives are based, at least according to my belief system, our lives are based on free will, you know? So maybe when we die, you know, uh, there's a period of time prior to being judged, you know, prior to judgment, where you can refuse to be judged. Okay, you can opt out. And that would mean that you neither go to heaven or hell. Okay, let's just to put it in simple terms. That you go to neither heaven or hell. And maybe you're not even aware what your judgment may have been. You just are, you are not involving yourself in that process and then you become a ghost you know you become a spirit that is roaming because you were maybe afraid of judgment and that may seem kind of silly i guess to some people but i don't think that it is because this idea of being afraid of judgment i mean let's just imagine for a moment let's put our disbelief aside for a moment right and imagine that you are actually dying okay so you are in the process of dying and you close your eyes to this reality and you open your eyes to another reality okay and you realize that that's what is happening and then you start to see things or experience things that you've heard other people talking about when they were describing their experience with near death or something you see the spectral light in the tunnel and you know all the things that we've heard about right 
and you would probably to a certain degree maybe like panic right you would panic a little bit because you're dying and that's unknown and scary and maybe once you start experiencing these things playing out in your reality you would panic again you'd get scared and you would realize that judgment is probably not too far ahead in the future okay All right so here you are the spirit in the process of dying moving through the spectral light or moving through this tunnel or whatever and maybe you're given the option to not face judgment right away okay could be you know it could be and and maybe that's what ghosts are i kind of think that that might not be too far from accurate in my belief system that um i suppose that you know if we were to believe in the premise of heaven and hell okay uh you know, we would have to accept the idea that, you know, there are devils and demons and hell is a real place and heaven is a real place. And, um, you know, if there are evil spirits, then maybe there would be some that would be sent to earth to trick people, uh, to scare them or to, or allow themselves to be seen scare people and those kinds of things maybe so um, maybe sometimes that's what we see when we see a ghost is we see some kind of malevolent spirit trying to trick us into thinking that uh, you know what like they're a, they're a, a long lost loved one or someone that we cared about or something maybe you know maybe I remember one time I was at a party my band had played at, actually, and there was a, a crowd of kids, like, on one side of this property in this house. They were kind of, like, congregating in this, like, little dark corner of the yard where they had a bonfire. I remember this like it was yesterday. And there was a girl in that group that I knew really well. So when the band I was playing in finished our set, you know, I made my way around to this part of the property. I found this group of kids and I found this girl that I knew and they had a Ouija board out. Okay. And, you know, I don't mess with that kind of stuff. I just don't. You can think it's hokey or what, but I just won't, I won't even touch them. I don't even want to look at them, you know, but these kids were playing with this Ouija board and this girl that I knew uh, had recently lost her mother. Okay. And I'm standing right there, man. I mean, I was standing right there when she was doing this Ouija board thing with these kids, this group of kids. And she started to communicate with what she believed to be her mother. Okay. And I'll never forget it because, like I said, I was standing right there. So this girl starts testing, you know. She starts testing this spirit, you know, asking questions that 
only her mother would know the answer to. And sure enough, this thing starts picking them off, starts nailing it, you know. Uh, everything she asks, every, you know, um, every detail, you know, the spirit was speaking back to her and answering her, all right? And rather than being filled with, like, joy and elation that she was speaking to her deceased mother, she started to cry, you know? And I think she got a little scared. And it was all happening, like, playing out in front of this whole group of people that I was part of. Like, I'm standing there watching it happen. And I'll never forget it, you know? I'll never forget it. Um, and, you know, it kind of reminds me because, uh, because I've had a couple of experiences myself with near death. Now, like when I say near death, I don't mean like I, I died and I went down the tunnel. I never got that far, but I've had a couple of circumstances where there was an accident and I probably should have died and I didn't and I don't know why I didn't. Okay? Like I shouldn't be alive. There's no way. But somehow I managed to survive. And I guess I could share some of those with you here on this podcast. Like, okay, so a long time ago when I was maybe a freshman in high school, uh, I hung out with my cousin all the time. And he lived in a different city than I did, maybe a few cities over from where I grew up. So we spent a lot of time together growing up and we were close friends. And on the weekends, my freshman year, we would get together at his place with all of his friends and we would go out drinking. Okay. And it was like the thing to do. Okay. This, this was how we passed the time. All right. So we would, you know, load up on, few cases of beer and just party all weekend long okay and this one time we decided to do something a little bit different we rented a cabin for the weekend at this campsite like way way far away from where I live like maybe two or three hours away from where I live and you know so we load up these two cars with all these dudes, okay, probably probably about 16 guys, okay, just crammed into these cars, and I'm one of them, okay, and you can probably imagine where this is going, but, um, so, you know, we got all the booze, we got all the guys, we're already, you know, three sheets to the wind for the most part, um, you know, at least on our way there, you know, the party had already started. And it started to rain. Now, when I say it started to rain, it was like a torrential downpour, okay? And you could barely see, you know, 25 feet in front of the car. Now, we were in two different cars, and I was in the car that was in the front, okay, like leading the group to the campground. And the tires on this car must have been bald or something, okay? Because not too long after it started to rain, this car started to hydroplane. And 
let me tell you, I mean, we were going for a ride, okay? And there was nothing we could do about it. And in case you don't know what hydroplaning is, it's like when the tires on your car and the water on the ground create a barrier and your car is no longer, you know, treading on the ground. It's literally floating on water. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen sometimes. I'm sure you know what I mean. Um, and you have no control over the car. Once you start to hydroplane, you're just at the mercy of gravity. Okay, you're going where you're going. And this car I was in was probably going about 65 or 75 miles per hour. So we start hydroplaning and we just go careening into this barrier on the side of the road. And we hit this thing going so hard. It was unbelievable. We actually split like the, the railing on the side of the road. We actually split it open with the car. The car bounced back and it kind of really slowly slid back to the median in the middle of the freeway. Okay. Now the car behind us, you know, they stopped and everybody jumps out of that car. They're like freaking out. Like they thought we were all dead or something, or we were at least going to be injured. And we weren't, no, nobody got hurt, believe it or not. Okay. But what makes this story weird, okay, is that as we're kind of like getting our bearings and everybody's kind of figuring out they have 10 fingers and 10 toes still and you know no head injuries or whatever um we go to the side of the road where that barrier had split open and just beyond that railing you know maybe about 10 or 20 feet out was a sheer drop and it was probably about 200 feet off the ground like down to the bottom of this valley and we came that close to going all the way through that railing and right off that cliff. We didn't, we, we split the railing and the car miraculously kind of slid backwards and we were fine. But that was one of those times I came like that close. Like I couldn't believe that we were all still alive. There's no reason that we shouldn't have just went right through that barrier and right off that cliff. So that's story number one. All right. Now, another time that I almost died, or I should have died probably, and I didn't, was, you know, I was hiking with some friends of mine down in this area um, right at the south end of the town I grew up. It was called the Cleveland Metro Parks. And it was also known as the Emerald Necklace. It was a, a very large... A valley, okay, um, that was maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred feet down from the, the main road and stuff. You had to drive down into it, but it went for miles and miles and miles across Ohio. And it was just uh, a valley filled with trees and rivers and wildlife. And, you know, it was a really popular hangout when I was younger. And so this one day, some friends of mine and I were hiking down in the valley. The Metro Parks, the Emerald Necklace, you know. Where I grew up, we referred to it as the valley, okay? So we went down into the valley, we're hiking down the valley, 
And in the middle of the, this area we were at, there's like a river and there's all these hills that are kind of like following the river. Like if you floated down the river, you'd see nothing but these hills after hills after hills. And we were hiking along the tops of these hills, maybe about 200 feet up from the riverbed. Okay. So we're walking along the tops of these things. We're talking or whatever. And we were following like a path that had been cut, you know, uh, a footpath at the tops of these hills. And every once in a while, the top of one of these hills would kind of taper in and the, and the path would get very narrow. And I was walking along with my friends and for some reason I stepped in the wrong spot. And let me tell you, I started to fall. Okay. And it was like, I couldn't stop it. You know, I was going. And, uh, so I start to fall off this cliff. Okay. And like I said, we're talking about a 200 foot drop probably, uh, when it's all said and done down to the bottom where the river was. And, uh, as I'm falling, okay. Um, it wasn't completely sheer the whole way down. There was kind of like a runoff and then it dropped off. So I, I went down this, this runoff and I went right off that edge. Okay. And as I'm falling, I'm like, kind of like grabbing the different branches and shrubs. Like as I'm falling, like they're, they're sticking out the side of this, this, this small mountain, you know, um, or large hill, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, maybe it was like roots that were sticking out and everything. I'm kind of like grabbing, break, grab, break, grab, break. Like it was like snapping these things all the way down. And until I fell, uh, right into the river, I landed on my feet and I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't believe that I was alive. Like I had actually made it to the bottom down to the riverbed. And my friends are all at the top of this small mountain, you know, screaming and flipping out because they thought that, you know, I was dead. They thought I was gone. And, uh, you know, I yelled up, you know, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, I had some pretty major uh, scrapes along my legs. Like they just were torn to shreds, you know, but other than that, I made it just fine. And I'll tell you what, I forget about that story a lot, but every once in a while I'll get a little reminder and I'll remember like, oh yeah, that's right. I, <laughs> I came that close to actually dying, you know? So there you go. There are my two near death experiences. Anyway, so back to this topic of ghosts. Uh, not too long ago, I was listening to, just by happenstance, I was listening to this episode of Coast to Coast with Art Bell. And he was talking about electronic voice phenomena, you know, EVPs. And uh, just in case you're unfamiliar with what an EVP or electronic voice phenomena is, Basically what it is, is like a way of taking the, the white noise that's 
the ambient noise that's in a room or in a space and you know you record on a handheld recording device and the claim is okay the claim with electronic voice phenomena is that somehow disembodied spirits or whatever they don't know for sure what it is or what's going on will through this white noise the sound of this white noise this ambient room noise um, these spirits can be heard they can articulate words and messages to people and they can say things right and uh, really quite fascinating but man some of that stuff is really creepy okay um, I suppose it wouldn't be creepy if you didn't believe any of it was real but if you're not sure and you th suspect that they might be real um, whoa what a strange thing to listen to you know the voices of these spirits these people that are dead you know and they're talking they're answering questions you know like this person will be holding the handheld recorder in their hand and they'll shout out into the room a question you know and sure enough they'll pick up an answer you know there's something in the room with them will answer um, pretty creepy stuff you know um, when you consider that these are messages from people who are dead they're not alive anymore and some of them even you know will express that they are aware that they are dead that they're not alive anymore it's very 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 creepy um, but I just love that kind of stuff so fascinating to me and it's exhilarating you know it's like it's so weird and so scary and creepy that it's it just captures my imagination you know um, interesting thing to talk about though I wonder if there's anyone out there listening to this uh, that uh, has had an experience like that or even just a ghost experience or a supernatural experience, you know. Fascinates me. Just fascinates me. I wish, you know, I really wish that I had the ability to interview people on the Singularity podcast. I'm trying to work that out because, oh, I would just love to talk to people about this kind of stuff. I could talk about it all day long, you know. Anyway, so, you know, with Halloween coming around, all this stuff, you know, starts popping up in my mind. I can't help it. It's fun. It's that time of year. You know, the smell is in the air. It's got that that, that feeling, you know, that, that autumn feeling. Uh, there's no other way to really describe it. It's just the smell in the air, the coolness of the air. You know, in fact, just the other day, we got our first little patch of snow already. It's October. It's way early in the season for snow. But there's, there's something about this time of year, you know, when the leaves are turning and the weather is starting to get colder and you have to turn the heat on. And you can smell the fireplaces and, you, you know, throw a log on the fire even, you know. Um, there's just something about it that's awesome, you know. Just, it's just such an awesome, excellent feeling. 
And, you know, there's another thing I, w- I guess I want to talk about a little bit. And it's this idea of um, people experiencing what they call the shadow people. You know, um, there's kind of like this space um, when you're sleeping, okay? Um, it's in between the dream state and the waking state. You know, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. Where you're conscious, but you're still kind of sleeping. Okay, your eyes are closed even, or whatever. And um, there are these people that are claiming to have these experiences when they're in this waking state, like this in-between state. And um, almost all of them are terrifying, okay? Um, you're welcome to indulge and you know, check that stuff out. Just type in shadow people and um, sleep paralysis. You know, this idea that, like, uh, there's these people that make the claim that when they're in the waking state, their body is paralyzed because apparently, you know, when you're sleeping, your body naturally shuts down for the night. Obviously, you're going to sleep. And so your body goes into a different kind of like stage of paralysis where you stay in one place and your brain processes whatever you dream and all those things you sleep you rest and you wake up out of that and the paralysis ends and you don't even notice it most of the time but there are these people who are claiming that while their body is still in that state of sleep paralysis that happens naturally for all people or almost all people i guess um no sweeping generalizations here um they claim that they're being visited by these different spirits and different characters like coming into their bedroom while they're paralyzed and they can't move. I mean, it's totally creepy, right? Well, I never doubted that kind of thing. All right. But I did have, okay, I did have an experience that was kind of like this, okay? And I'm not even sure I should be sharing this in this podcast, but I'm just gonna go ahead and talk about it anyway. Um, it all happened so quickly that I, I know that it wasn't a dream, okay? But it just was so quick. I'm not sure what happened, but I was sleeping sleeping um, on my back and I woke up out of my sleep and just as soon as I woke up out of my sleep there was this figure crouched over the foot of my bed like reaching over me looming over the foot of my bed okay and in a split second Okay, it was like, I sat up, it saw me, it pulled back, and then, bam, there was a bright light, and then the whole thing ended. Nothing was there. 
And it was like so fast. It was like one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, done. That's how fast it was. And what I saw looming over the foot of my bed, okay, to the best of my memory, my, my recollection was this thing that looked kind of like a schwa, you know, like an alien gray. Okay, it looked kind of like that, but not exactly. And it had like a skin that was kind of like a frog or a toad. It was like a brownish, orange, yellow, like those kinds of colors. And it was like spotted, much like a amphibious reptile. That's what it looked like to me. Um, and it pulled back from me so quickly that it was like uh, an animal. You know, how an animal would uh, retreat if you were coming at it and it would step back. It was like that fast, you know, a reflex almost. Um, and like I said, there was this bright white light that flashed and it filled up my line of vision. And then the whole thing ended. Boom. Like that. Now, I don't know what that was. Okay. And some would say you were dreaming. Okay. Could be. It could be. Um, but I would say that with almost complete certainty that I was awake when I saw this thing. And I'm <laughs> not making any claims as to whether I know what was going on because I don't think I do I don't think I ever will really so there you go there are some creepy stories for you for Halloween um, and again I'm not making any claim as to what I think I saw or you know whatever because I don't know what it was but I know for sure that it happened and uh, I'm almost a hundred percent certain that I was wide awake when this happened um, but I haven't had an experience like that since. Not like that. You know, I've had weird dreams and those kinds of things, but I don't know. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm certainly interested in looking at the comments for this podcast because I'm sure there are some of you who know exactly what I'm talking about and are going to share uh, your experiences with me. But for now, I'm going to leave it off here, but I want to take this opportunity to wish you all uh, a very happy Halloween and an even happier All Saints Day. Um, so for now, this is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records signing off. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy. <laughs>